Smoking and Drinking in Space is a proud member of the Earglue Media Network. Permission to come aboard? You know, you ain't quite right. It's the popular theory. Go on, get in there. Give your brother a thrashing for messing up your plan. He takes so much looking after. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. This week, we discuss the final two episodes of the Firefly TV series with episode 13, Heart of Gold, and episode 14, Objects in Space. And with me on this final TV journey, as always, is James and Rob. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Oh. <laughs> you really you need to sync up. Maybe start a, a one and a two and, a, and then... Go into Hi that. guys! Oh, I what? thought we were redoing. Why would it. I go again? Oh God! Is this how the show's going to start? Uh, I think yeah. so. Um, yeah. You guys have done this before, right? Just, no, no. All right. I'm a new guest. <laughs> so, how's your week been? Uh, Anybody, well, just jump in whenever you're ready. Is, just say, good. "My week's been pretty good." Rob, let's start with you. Since, oh, since it was having... it was excellent. I went and uh, I went and saw. Uh, the new Star Wars movie. It was great. What? Oh, time fuck. travel, bitch. We're not doing time travel anymore. Stop it. Oh, my God. So this is what you call beating a dead horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we've gone back to that well just one too many times. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. James, how was your week? <laughs> this week was absolutely fantastic. Thank you for asking. It's been a wonderful week. Uh, this may have, in, in, in all of the weeks that I've had, in my many weeks on this planet, uh, this is probably uh, up there in the top three or four weeks. Really? What the hell happened? Week. It was just a good week. You don't need to know everything. Are you sorry? <laughs> Ain't nobody you got asked? time for that. We call that a market teaser. That's not a market teaser. That's just none your business. No. So you're gonna you're gonna just leave it all out there. It had a great hey. week, but not let us know why. It was just he's gonna dangle that in front of your I face, and fan... you can't lick him. I had a fan fucking tastic week. It was great. Uh, I smoked a couple cigars. Uh, I'll probably smoke some more. I took my uh, uh, daughter out for a day at the zoo. It was a fantastic time. Well, that would make it a fantastic week. So, yeah. How was your week, Jason? Uh, I was pretty good. Didn't do a whole lot. I got caught up on uh, several things, that, several projects around the house that uh, I needed to do to get it uh, ready for for sale. So, was one of those uh, fixing the fence? Does that shit be falling down? No. No, my fence isn't falling down. Uh, I've got it your strapped back up. <laughs> you got it strapped up. <laughs> it needs to be replaced, but no. Guess, I haven't that gotten that done yet. No. Is that what we're doing on my birthday weekend? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, we're we're binging Game of Thrones and building a new fence. A fence. Yep. I'll bring my tools. Welcome Both to the this old fence. tools and my tool. <laughs> With your hosts, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> and that'll probably be how it works out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anybody got news this week? Yes, I do. Picard was announced. That's the name of the show. Star Trek Picard. Uh, they even had a little logo. And the A in Picard is the Starfleet symbol. Suck Ooh. it, Jason. This show's going to be amazing. Hey, I'm looking forward to this show, so you suck it. And I've been looking Look, forward to this show since they announced it because I love JPL. Uh, dude, you have been poo-pooing Star Trek since wait, I Wait, wait, wait. Who is JPL? Sorry, JLP. Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. How do you not know Jean-Luc Picard? No, no. I, four I, I know who JLP is. I don't know who JPL is. What is that? J what? JPL. He said JPL. I said JPL. I meant JLP. I oh knew what he God. meant. The audience knew what he meant. You no, knew they what didn't. he meant. You could have been talking about the rocket uh, designing firm. Is uh, J Okay, look. I need to... Uh, it, does this right now what we're doing... Is, does this go to this week? Because if it does, Rob's knocking my week down from like top four, three or four to like. <laughs> yes. No, this actually comes out next week. So your week is safe. 
Oh, thank God. Well, this week is off to a fucking auspicious start. Thanks a lot, Rob. Hey, it can only go up from here. Uh, no, I suppose that's one way of looking at Sorry, it. Sorry, Rob. You're breaking up. You, you may have to drink. I'm not amused. I am. I think it's hilarious. So, no, I have been looking forward to this show since they announced it. It is... Uh, it is Next Gen, which is my favorite of the Star Trek series. It is Jean-Blue Picard, and I love that character, even though I think Kirk is a better captain. Uh, still Whoa. love Jean-Luc Picard. Okay, look, I don't want to get into this right now because this is literally an entire show, but we need to have a debate on a show. <laughs> Who's the better captain, Kirk or Picard? Because Picard wins hands down. No, no, no. Hook. There is a T-shirt that lays out exactly why Kirk is a better captain. So, what because it's, of, it's said in uh, stone. you read it on well, a T-shirt or, or on material? Well, it's like you, Wikipedia. It's it is not down, Wikipedia, the holder of all knowledge. What it is is it's some dude on a T-shirt made a shitty T-shirt. And I'm Jason's pretty like, sure like Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge, says that Kirk's the better captain too. I don't think that it well, does. Give me just a few minutes. Are you are we are you doing a little research on the fly? Oh no no. Oh, you're going to go into Wikipedia and change it. Got to hate you so much. There are four lights. Fuck you. Rob, what do you have this week in sci-fi news? Anything? No? Great. Oh my. Grand. Fantastic. Jason, anything? And that's been our show. Okay. Um, I've actually got a few things. What do you got? Well, okay. So the first thing is Disney has officially acquired full control of Hulu. Yep, and as well, early as they 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 acquired control of Hulu whenever they bought Fox, and that those assets were turned over. Then they got they had sixty percent of Hulu at that point. Uh, Time Warner, when AT and T took it over, sold them their shares, which was about ten, no, no, around ten no, percent no. at that point. So they were they were up to uh, two thirds ownership at that point, and then yeah. No, so they, no, they had I'm control, talk- but I, I think what you're no, no. referring to They're is... Full, they have full operational control as of Tuesday. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they um, took it over Comcast. from Comcast. Yeah. Yep. No, this battle station is quite operational. <laughs> yeah. So there's speculation that they're going to use, uh, that Disney's going to use Hulu as part of their uh, back end, Hulu's back end for their Disney... Um, Plus service. Well, that'd be smart. I mean, they've already got the infrastructure. They just have to expand on it. And then they can feed Disney Plus off that same infrastructure as well as Hulu. And stuff that doesn't really fit on their Disney Plus platform, they just throw up on Hulu. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And you guys should just work for Disney. Yep, yep, yep. I got one other thing. What's that? Uh, there is a new graphic novel that was announced. Oh, gosh, dang it. Um, <laughs> you took mine. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. So Firefly, <laughs> The Sting, yep. was announced. Uh, so it's a new graphic novel, uh, and it is, uh, it's kind of in the uh, vein of Ocean's 8 as far as, uh, a bunch of women, uh, though it's a bunch of women trying to uh, what uh, take care of or get Mal out of trouble or something well, like that. Well, no, I think I think the the concept is that Saffron oh. comes back. Oh, Saffron, that's right, that's right. Saffron comes back and needs the women of Firefly to help her with a heist. Um, so it, it, I don't. From what I read of the description. It doesn't really involve Mal or any other other male characters. She just has a need for a female crew to pull off this heist, and so that's that's basically the story. Um, oh my god! What this also tells me is that Rob does not read the show notes before we go on because this was up on the show notes. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. God. I wanted to steal your thunder. Yeah. Why? It's not even thunder to steal. This sounds like a horrible, horrible, horrible graphic novel that I really? will never read. Why? Really? Because it, it talks about saffron in it. I figured you'd be all over it. Yeah. It's, okay, it's, number, all, it, it's all women. You figure you would be kind of like Jane and hoping for the, the, the final lesbian orgy scene at the end. Wait. Okay. 
Is there a final lesbian orgy scene at the well, end? Well, I don't know. You'll have to read the little graphic comic and, and okay, read the graphic look, novel. Somebody find else out. read the rest of this bullshit there, story that I don't even care about because it's going to be terrible. And then just tell me if at the end there's a lesbian orgy scene. If there is, I'll read the bullshit, I promise. And I'll be like, yay, feminism. And then I'll be like, lesbian orgy scene. <laughs> so you and jump automatically glorious. to feminism just because it's an all-female so here's, crew. Yes, because this is obviously them taking a rip from what's going on in pop culture right now, which is this, you know, strong women uh, lead. Like, it doesn't make sense that she would come back and be like, hey, I, I just have like, it's a, it has to be very contrived if it's only the women can help. I don't need Wash. I don't need Jane. I don't need Mal. I don't need, I don't need any. I need, I need Kaylee. I, I need Anara and I need River. It, it, it's very contrived. I can tell you it is just from that. I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing. I don't know the finer points of the story, so I'm not sure how they're going to bring Saffron back in character and have actually Anara join in on the heist. I don't know if she's got some kind of leverage that she's going to, to, to pull out uh, to convince everybody to help her or, or what's going to happen. It's gonna take some. It's gonna take some decent writing acrobatics to to make that plausible. So I agree. When was there. the last time? They're when was the last time you read a graphic it. novel and you went, "Wow, I didn't have to do any mental gymnastics to figure this this plot out." There's been several graphic novels that that have come lately. out that. Well, lately. I mean, I haven't read many graphic novels lately, so that's because you're I, not I can't typically reading them for the story. Or the writing. No, that's not Just true. Just a lesbian origin. Most of the graphic novels that I read are definitely for both the story and the art. Right, but you haven't read any lately. Well, just because I, I have a limited amount of time. I mean, I have to I have to produce this show with you, Yahoo, so... I, I'm sorry. Okay, so after the five minutes that it takes to produce this, what do you do? <laughs> Fuck off. Because <laughs> everything we say is gold and you don't have to edit a damn thing. Oh, if only that were true. You guys have anything else before we move on to the pod crawl? Uh, let me check my, your show notes and see if there's anything else I can steal. Nope, we're good. All right, let's do the pod crawl. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl? The pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl! Pod crawl! Excellent! Insert it deep! Pod crawl! Kind of like a space suppository full of information. In Heart of Gold, Lou takes the hover car and he and his posse take a break from the moisture farm to get a rub and tug from the local whorehouse. The madam, however, demands he pay his tab so he deflects by calling out his baby mama and demanding a paternity test. The madam calls to her old friend Inara to help out, and Inara asks Mal to stop playing with his gun in the dining room and call everyone together to lend a hand. The Serenity and crew arrive on planet where Jane immediately starts sampling the goods and Jaylee marvels at the selection of boy whores available. Mal hatches a plan that involves taking Inara on a date to the theater to size up the competition and admire another man's weapon. Seeing that the other man had a much more impressive weapon, Mal decides the best course of action is to pack up and move on, but the madam has already decorated and has everything just so and doesn't want to leave. Mal, a sucker for a pretty face, stays and helps defend the best little whorehouse in the sector. Shep pounds some nails and Jane pounds a whore in preparation for the big battle to come. One of the pros, however, is in cahoots with Ranch Baron Von Laser Gun and gets to perform public oral sex for her trouble. On the day of the big battle, Mal and the madam head upstairs to the newsroom to start shooting and Simon helps the baby mama give birth to Jumpin' Jack Flash. Benedict Jezebel lets in baby daddy and he steals the kid away but gets confronted by the madam. Inara presses a knife to his throat and forces him to give up the child, but then he clumsily elbows Inara and gut shoots the madam with his blaster. He runs away, but Mal, feeling the anger of having the last woman he slept with killed before he could get an encore performance, runs after him. Laser Tag tries to shoot Mal, but forgot to charge that morning and runs out of battery. Mal tackles him from his hover car and drags him back to the house where baby mama puts a bullet in his head. The madam is buried, the Serenity and crew head out and roll in Ara telling Mal she's leaving credits. In Objects in Space, River is seeing people's true colors shining through as they converse amongst themselves. 
Caught in a fantasy only she can see, she picks up a stick for a quick game of shoot em. The trouble is, she picked up one of Jane's real weapons and now the crew is trying to talk the gun out of her hand. Mal holds a family meeting where they discuss the future of River's presence on the ship. Meanwhile, Boba Jackson, fresh from filming Thriller on Tatooine, listens in on the conversation. As everyone turns in for the night, he sneaks on board like a smooth criminal and takes out Mal who stumbles across his path. Next, he locks everyone in the quarters and then finds Kaylee working on the engine where he tells her she's a pretty young thing and it would be a shame if she made a fuss and forced him to be bad. He ties Kaylee up, takes Shepard Book out with a flying leap because he's dangerous, and then finds Simon in his quarters. Using Simon as a guide and bait, the two start searching for River. River soon lets them know you are not alone and proceeds to play Remember the Time with Boba. Boba tells River she doesn't wanna be starting something or he'll shoot Simon. While she makes Boba look at the man in the mirror, River hatches a plan with Mal and Kaylee. Boba gets frustrated now that River has revealed the man behind the mask and River sets her plan in motion by revealing she's on Boba's ship. Simon tries to be a hero, but gets shot, and with blood on the dance floor, Boba heads out to reclaim his ship. Out on the hull of the Serenity, Boba finds Mal who tell him to beat it and forces him to take an impromptu moonwalk off into space. Mal invites River back aboard the Serenity, Zoe takes a bullet out of Simon's leg, Book and Jane talk about how they missed out on all the fun, River and Kaylee play jacks on the cargo bay floor and roll the final credits of the Firefly TV series. <laughs> Alright, so, Jesus. two things. Okay. okay. Two things. One, how many times did you say whore in this thing? Uh, probably fewer times was, than they did in the actual episode. I doubt it. I doubt it. The second thing is, did you really have to make so many Michael Jackson references? I did. Oh, my God. God. Why? Okay. We'll get to that episode. It was, yeah. <laughs> hey, I made a few other references in that, too. Yeah, you did, but those were the ones that stuck out. Fucking that outfit. <laughs> It was. You know, I actually. The, the first thing I that actually it reminded used, me of was the ship yeah. reminded me of Slave One. And then his outfit reminded me of the outfit from Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah, I have in my notes, Space Michael Jackson from Thriller. Yeah, that's that's what I put down. Really? My wife was, was watching was, this episode with me and she went, oh, he's wearing red. He's going to die. <laughs> like, this isn't Star Trek. When I was waiting for him to turn way. into a werewolf. <laughs> okay, so. If you guys remind me next week when we do Serenity, I'll tell you what my theory was because I think this is the first time I've actually seen this episode. Really? Yeah. Like I, uh, I don't know how I've missed this episode. So why why do we have to wait till next? So week? which episode is it? Uh, episode thirteen or fourteen? Uh, the, no, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. So this this episode actually aired on broadcast TV. This was I don't know, I don't remember it. I don't remember watching. I like I said I've watched the series several times. I I don't remember this episode. This is out of all of them, this is the only one I don't remember. Wow. I have no recollection of it whatsoever. It was the very last one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so no, second to last, second to last. Serenity was the last one. No, 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 no. Serenity was a <sighs> mid-season episode. Mm. No, it says Objects in Space aired on December 13th, and Serenity was December 20th, 2002, was the original air date. So says Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. Hmm. I could have swore that Serenity was a mid-season. Okay, so at this point during the editing, you would play the Jason's Wrong song. Wait, there's a Jason's Wrong song? Why haven't we heard this before? Because it doesn't it's never happened. Often. No, it, 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 I'm sure it has. Which, by, hey, before I forget, I would like to thank the nice, uh, hot British lady for coming back and doing the pod crawl. Well, it cost me extra money because YouTube, but I paid it because... What does YouTube have to do with any of this? Because of YouTube? YouTube. What, what does Bono have to do with this? Oh my god! So All right, I'm on uh, fire so today. Let's talk about. No, well, you're on something. Uh, yeah. Probably crack. Uh, crack. Let's. Well, let's can we talk about episode thirteen? And Heart, all the of gold. <laughs> Heart of gold. Heart of gold. So, what yeah, did you think Heart about the set design? Yeah, Heart of Gold. Out of these two episodes, was definitely my least favorite episode. In fact, yeah, I think out yeah. of the entire series. 
this was my least favorite episode. Well, it did accomplish one thing. And that was it really complicated the shit out of Anara and Mal's relationship. It did. Um, which is probably all it was supposed to do. Yeah. But I mean, she... So this, it, it, it confuses me as to Anara's character first off, because yes, we know that she has feelings for him, um, but she's never fully expressed those feelings. So... And, but and, neither and, has Mal. And, well, right. But, I mean, they don't have any kind of relationship other than their very businesslike and somewhat friendship-type relationship. And she claims oh, that she see? has this... And she claims that she has this uh, more enlightened view of, of sexuality in the episode itself and that he shouldn't be embarrassed that was a cover. for... Well, I understand that's that was a, a that was a cover, but it still confuses the character because if she's got that kind of feelings as a companion who should be more in touch and more communicative, she, I mean, the fact that she was so torn apart by him sleeping with somebody else, just, it doesn't, it doesn't fit her character. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, but I, I, I do disagree with you on one point. It, it, it has seemed that Mal's uh, animosity towards her profession has softened just a bit in the last few episodes. He, they, they talk all the time and there's this, this, this flirty thing going back and forth. And we saw it at the beginning of the episode where Mal's cleaning his gun. No double entendre there. Uh, and, and she walks in. And then they have this, you know, this back and forth where, you know, she's given him a little bit of shit. He's given her a little bit of shit. So they have this, this flirty relationship and it's obvious that they both have feelings for each other. And it's also obvious that Mal has no idea. Anara does. She knows that Mal has feelings for her. Mal has no clue. He is as clueless as the day is long. Right. And the, and that even kind of shows when the madam is talking to uh, Inara and, or she, how did that work out? So she understood that Mal had feelings for Inara, but didn't, um, but wasn't aware of them, I guess, because she questioned him while they were uh, talking on the, on the sofa. Um, and he, and she goes, you know, she, she mentioned kind of half handedly about Anara and he was like, I don't, I don't understand where you're coming from. So I guess she kind of gleaned that, okay, Mal does have feelings for her, but doesn't admit it or doesn't realize it yet. And then whenever she talked with Anara, that's when she realized that Anara had feelings for Mal as well, but the deed had already been done by that point. Right. And she apologized. She was like, I didn't know. Right. She's like, I knew he did. I had no idea you did. Right. So Anara knew that Mal does. She's just not, she's waiting for Mal to take the lead. But That's why? All. Because I don't, look, I don't know. You would think that if she has this progressive view of sex, this non-puritanical view of sex, as she claims to have in the, uh, in the episode, uh, that she would have no problem uh, being the one to initiate it. However, I suspect that the reason that she hasn't is because she knows that Mal's not ready for whatever reason. Mal's not ready. Well, and I also, I also think that, uh, she has seen that Mal shies away when the woman is the aggressor. I mean, I mean, at least in all the episodes we've seen, Saffron goes after. Oh, her. well, except this episode. Well, right. Well, yeah. I know, I know. Except for this, this is the one time. But and you know, Mal has a he has a breaking point, obviously, because Saffron got naked and he was yeah. putty in her hands. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well. So I guess if you've been on a dry spell for as long as he has, then <laughs> <laughs> right. That was the that was the uh, for me that was another great part of this episode was where they're get he and the madam are getting ready to get it on, as uh, the late Chris Farley would say. And 
as they're as they're getting ready, she's like, "You said it's been a dry spell, you know? Do you remember what 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 to do?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll just make sure I take it real slow." Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm not exactly sure that Mal d- isn't aware of his feelings for Anara because he seemed hesitant at first to get it on. Um, she came in for a kiss. He kind of hesitated. And then they did kiss. And then afterward, he hesitated some more. It was almost like he was thinking, okay, I maybe this isn't right. Maybe I've got feelings for someone else that I, I don't want to screw this up with. Um, oh, no, he does. I think he acknowledges those feelings even with the madam to a certain extent. But he doesn't know that Inara feels the same way. That I, I think can if see, he, yeah. If he knew that Anara felt the same way, if he knew that for sure. Oh, he like wouldn't have touched her. He wouldn't have touched pole. her because no. it, when the madam, after she apologizes to Anara and she figures out, oh, you've got feelings for Mal. She's like, I only thought it was him, not you too. My bad. But she goes up to Mal to start to read him the, the riot act. And she's like, why didn't you tell me you had feelings for another? And he's like, I have no idea what in the world you're talking about. Right. Like, so he doesn't, he, he just doesn't know. He's clueless. But when do you think he, he got know the that, clue? Because at the end of the episode, he sure seemed to understand it then. Oh, no, he absolutely did. He got the clue right then and there when he was like, when, when he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then they got interrupted. Probably right after he said that, a light went off in his head and he's went, oh, oh. But, you know, you're in the middle of a firefight. What are you going to do? Right. Well, uh, and he did. Well, if you're Jane, you have sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, Jane is, Jane is the man. Jane is, is everything that I want to be when I grow up in a whorehouse for, <laughs> during, and after a gunfight. <laughs> like, that's, like, he didn't get ear this episode. No, no, no. He, he got, got some tail. Yeah. Some tail. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Uh, I, I half expected, you know, when he's talking about her job being, you know, when, when this gun runs dry, uh, grab me the next gun and we'll keep going. When all those guns run dry, you can l- unload my gun. You know, I kind of figured he'd say something like that, you know. That would fit in with his MO, yeah. It would. It would. I kind of figured he'd bring it on up, you know, because at that point in time, he's going to, he's thinking in his head, I'm out of bullets. I'm going to die. Let me go out with a smile on my face. I mean, when they entered the whorehouse itself, the it, his lack of social grace immediately took front stage, and and Mal commented, <laughs> "Oh, that was horrible." As right? Jane oh, well, marches was... upstairs with with the blonde. <laughs> well, it started well before that on the ship when he's like, "I want oh, yeah. no part of this. Oh, right. I don't know these people. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not helping nobody." <laughs> and then she's like, "They're whores." He's like, "I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Let's do this." Yeah, no, nah, Jane's man. Jane's Jane's awesome. Jane is uh, he's the man they call Jane, <laughs> <laughs> the hero of Canton. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See, we can do it in sync. That's because we've been together longer. Oh, Define so, been together. Oh, there's <laughs> so many layers to that onion. Well, it'll take a while to peel all those back. Right. And Not because they had be male crying. companions there, too, or male horses. Yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah. And yeah. Kaylee was excited. Well, well she, I think she was just excited because she'd never seen a male whore. I think she I was looking the goods to. over, too. You think? Yeah. Uh, I think she's got eyes for only the doctor. Mm. Sometimes, sometimes I think she's wondering why bother. Uh, probably most of the time, actually. Although, I mean, we'll get to episode 14 here in a minute. Uh, yeah, uh, she was like the shepherd. Uh, he was not interested in the whores at all. He wanted a sandwich. Right. He really wanted that sandwich. <laughs> she just wanted that sandwich. <laughs> like they're trying to talk to him and schedule a prayer meeting. And he's just like digging into whatever mayo looking thing it was trying to make himself whatever because he was just apparently famished yeah i'm I'm pretty sure that was mayo and he uh used a lot of it on however many sandwiches he was making because he he dug into that jar a a lot yeah yeah and then like i I don't even remember what they said that made him stop i think it was the shepherd that was there before decided to take both of the whores as payment well no he, he took their confessions but yeah he he took them as as payment as well so 
Yeah, not Shepard, but the Shepard that came before. The, the Shepard before them. But he warmed yeah. up to them by the end of the episode as he was putting up the the uh, uh, the reinforcements on the windows or the boards that served absolutely no purpose whatsoever because they got blown None. off immediately. I thought at first they were going to serve as a, a reason for a montage. <laughs> right. And we didn't we didn't even get the montage. Yeah, we didn't get so, the A-team montage. They didn't, like, modify the van to uh, to become some off-road badass thing. Yeah. No. No. B.A. did not say he pities the fool. Yep. It was, uh, I was disappointed. Hannibal didn't say he loves it when a plan comes together. Nope. Didn't light up a stogie. Nope. Nothing. None of that happened. Instead, it was just nailing him boards, and he made some kind of reference to Christ being a carpenter. Right. I don't. No, but at the end, at the end, uh, they were. He was talking about the battle, and uh, they said, you know, uh, something about if if they fell, and he was like, no, no, nobody's going to die. He said with like four nails in his <laughs> mouth as he's hammering a board up in the window. Right, Modern and then day Joseph. Right, and then all of a sudden they cut to Jane, and Jane's like. People are going to die. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, it, this was a really good um, juxtaposition between Jane and uh, Shep in this episode, too, because everything that Jane is, the shepherd is the exact opposite of that. And yet but what's they funny, they they're get the along. Well, they're not the same. They may be no, kind well, of they're not, they, they, they're not the same anymore. I think that he's closer to Jane in his younger years than anybody wants to really dive into. Now, I can see that. I can certainly see that. Like, he he was Jane before he went, um, I guess, into the Alliance as an officer and then later uh, into the, the shepherdry or whatever the hell they call it. Clergy. The clergy, uh-huh. yeah. So I can I can certainly see that. And, and you could make the argument that they're – two sides of the same coin, but yeah. they are definitely not the same person. They are at this point in time, they are polar opposites, but they still manage to get along. I mean, they, they work out together. Uh, they have, well, chef has deep philosophical conversations and Jane just kind of grunts and, and talks with chef during that time. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice side by side comparison to, Exactly opposite people are are able to get along. Yeah, they're like friends. They're like always. They're working out. They're they're in the galley together, making a snack or whatever. I mean, so yeah. I it's almost like they're both living vicariously through each other, kind of. So <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like Jane, Jane gets the the you know religious, theological, philosophical kind of you know. He gets to see that view through Shep's eyes, and then Shep gets to relive, you know, his glory days as a whatever he was. Right. Because in episode 14, it was made very clear. He ain't no shepherd. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is, but he definitely wasn't. He is a brand new shepherd. I mean, he when the show started, he had only been a shepherd for about a year. Yeah. So he's got, like... Out of all of the the things that this show that we miss out on because the show was cut short, that's the one that I really want more than anything else. Because I think I can like look at every character and I know what the development should have looked like if they weren't forced to like throw it all into a two hour movie. Yeah, I think this week before we get into Serenity next week, I think I'm going to have to find that comic series or that comic book or whatever it was that explained Jane's back or not Jane, but Shep's backstory and uh, and find out what they did with that. Yeah, I think that's right. I'll probably do that as well. I think that I think that's interesting and and it will probably shed some light on what happens in the movie uh, as well. But yeah, I, I like that's like everybody else. You kind of you know that that Kaylee and the doctor are going to get together. You know that Wash and Zoe are going to have a baby together. You know that uh, Mal and and Anar are eventually going to end up together. Like all of these things, like you see how they if the TV series had been allowed to do seven years and and or seven seasons and never had a movie, or at least not you know the movie we got. Well, they wouldn't have needed a movie if they'd gone the full length. Well. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, can you say that? Because look at Star Trek. Look at, uh, I mean, you know. Did Star they had Trek seven need seasons. a lot of those movies, though? 
Oh, no. Absolutely not. Most of the, especially the next generation movies, they were just like two hour episodes. Right. But, but Joss being Josh, I, although uh, Joss, I, I don't know because Buffy didn't get a movie. Right. Angel didn't get a movie. So, I don't think those needed movies. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. But I mean, so you see the inevitability. Yeah, It's just very, what's the word I'm looking for? Evident. Self-evident. I, I, whatever. It's just very clear to me what, what their paths should have been, should had the uh, TV series continued. So, but, but Sheps was the only one that I'm like, hmm, where does he go? What, what does he do? And the movie, which we'll get to next week, doesn't, so it doesn't scratch that itch for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the movie is good as it is. Yeah. It, it definitely ties up the loose ends, but there's just, I wanted more story. I wanted more of that main arc of, you know, what is the Alliance doing? What did the Alliance do to River? How does that fit in with their overarching plan and, you know, how they, well, I'm not going to give anything away uh, before we talk about the movie next week. So, um, but I wanted more of that main arc and we didn't get a ton of that throughout the series. We got bits and pieces here and there. And I think that was by design. This is definitely an episodic uh, show with some serialization thrown in to uh, to keep everything tied together. And that was just an artifact of its time. Yeah, no, I was just going to say like most of the, most of the uh, shows in this vein were like that. Yeah. And I think that started with Star Trek, the next generation. Right. And I think if this show had been, been produced today, it would be a, a much different show. This, the seasons would be much shorter uh, it would be all about the the main plot and and the main arc and some of these uh, side episodes that really don't push that forward would never have been produced. Uh, we might not have seen some of the characters that we've seen, like the madam. Um, although they could still introduce her as kind of a, a character uh, development kind of subplot within the main plot. But I, I think it would have been a much tighter writing experience. I think it would have been a much tighter story experience for the audience. Um, and with the graphics and, and the production values that, that exist today, it would have just been even more phenomenal visually. Yeah, but I think those, they, I think they all kind of stand up. The gra- I mean, we've talked about no, this before, no, they the do. CGI and all that. They, they all stand up today. They do. But I think there would have been more of it. Uh, can we talk real quick be- uh, about the gun that apparently needs charged yeah like a phone yeah yeah so the the <laughs> their their version of a of a cellular laser gun yeah apparently uh the eye gun uh sucks it's, don't yeah it's, get an eye gun it's version one battery. wait for version yeah. two with the extended battery and <laughs> How, however you got it you got to give it credit that it is stronger than uh a tinfoil house that's true yeah. I mean, he, he did basically like saw through the entire house with a, a straight cutting beam. So, did anybody notice the air conditioner that was uh, wrapped in tin foil as well, uh, as well uh, uh, on on the house? Because I did. <laughs> no, I did. Everything was wrapped I in did, tin foil. I did notice all the newspaper wallpaper, though. Yes, wallpaper, <laughs> wallpaper made of newspapers and tin foil on this. That's what keeps the aliens away. Thank you very much. Right. right. So they yeah. can't read your mind. Yes. They got to get yeah. through all that other news first. Oh, my God. And like apparently, uh, house. apparently in this universe, sly means gay. Yeah. yeah what was that about? Oh, I don't know. sly? What? How they is that gay? They couldn't say gay back then? I guess. That's just stupid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, this episode was, eh, was not, can we let's talk about Fort. I like 14 a lot. Well, before we get to 14, is there any other thoughts on this episode? Oh, oh, I mean, the child was born in a crossfire hurricane and, you know, probably the next next coming of, of Jonah Hex. I don't know. I don't know what that, that whole subplot was all about. But I don't either. It was just so stupid. So so I, I immediately thought of uh, Star Wars uh, when the speeder came. Oh, right. Yeah, me yeah, too. Right. 
a nice a nice crossover of Star Wars there. Um, but then I was immediately um, disgusted at it when a horse could catch up yeah. to a speeder. Yeah, that was stupid. I was like, uh, it was apparently seriously? it was an ice speeder as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I thought the, that was a nice no. callback to the kiss of sleep too. <laughs> when he kissed the she, madam at, at first and she was like, what's wrong? Yeah, He's yeah. like, I'm just waiting to see if I'm going to pass out. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, maybe maybe they uh, shared the same battery, the laser and the hover. Oh, that might be, yeah, or maybe yeah. the laser like drained the battery and he oh, couldn't go yeah. any faster. Well, maybe the laser was what was, uh, you know, charging the, the powering. Yeah. The oh, that's right. Yeah, it could have been the yeah. other way. You're right. Anyway, yeah. So, flow. like I said, probably my least favorite episode of the series. It had some decent points, but. It was just, I could have done without this episode entirely and, and it would have been just fine. All right. No, I agree. But Objects in Space, I thought was pretty good. Um, Just pretty good? Yeah, because again, you get some more river and I really enjoyed seeing the parts of river that we got to see. You know, we, we get to see a little bit of how she perceives the world um, and we get to see a, a few more of her uh, new abilities and you start to get some conjecture on what's happened to her and how this has affected her, how it's affecting the Serenity crew. But then they just cut everything off at that point. It was frustrating. It was like, it was like they get, get build you up to a point and then hands off and, well, I yeah. I think at this at this point they didn't know whether or not they were going to get picked up. Well, no, at this yeah. point they knew that they were canceled. Yeah, Did they, they? Knew they were canceled. Yes. They already knew that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, never mind then. It was a terrible <laughs> ending. <laughs> yeah, they knew they were canceled. Um, I which is why I my theory was that he was going to take River. I because like, I like I said I've never seen this episode or at least I don't don't remember it. So I was like, is he going to take River? Is that what happens? Is that why we see at the beginning did, of the movie? Like, did you not see the movie? Yeah, I saw the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, so what I what I liked about this was you know you saw you saw River or um, yeah you see River going through and you, whether she's hearing their thoughts or just seeing their things and 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 picking up on feelings and stuff. In the background, you have that sound of waves crashing, uh, and it kind of it, it alludes to the thoughts and the feelings crashing into her uncontrollably. Yeah, right? I mean, she's so got I that so was much really nice sound. Yeah, she's uh, got so editing. much chaos going on in her brain, and she has no filter uh, to to push some of that back. It's got to be maddening, like I've said in in some previous episodes, and the way that. The way that she is seeing people's thoughts, their their true thoughts, and a lot of that is kind of aimed towards her. And then she is I mean, how how do you not react to that? It's it's gotta be frustrating. Well, the meds help for a while, but it like he said, like the doctor said, is you know, her body eventually breaks it down and is able to, you know, figure a way around it, which is what they did with their with her physio, uh, physiology with her you know with her body to try to make her this ultimate weapon uh and and so you see i mean this goes to a callback from when she killed the three guys with her eyes closed and looked at mm -hmm. kaylee and said you know uh, there's no power in the verse that can stop me uh, right she killed them with mathematics okay remember that. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah no <laughs> right yeah it was just mathematics yeah. um that's all so it was, that simple whole, math that whole scene uh, where where she's telling them this is amazing because not only is the banter between everybody fantastic and Anara seems to be the only one going, but she's a girl. Like, like you know, why, why are we even discussing this? And then you go below the deck and it's that first time that you see them use that shot like in between decks. Mm -hmm. Like the Simpsons do this. Right, where, where, right. You know, then you see the different layers of the earth and whatnot, and there's things in there. So you see that. And then River's there, and she's balanced in a really weird position. 
with her head tilted up so that she can listen between the, uh, you know, uh, to their, their conversation on the deck below. And so there's this, there's something wrong with her. She is this machine. She's not a person. And she's doing this really weird thing that completely proves the point that she's a machine and she's not a person. But she gets on some level, she understands that. She understands that she's different. She understands that what they've done to her uh, is uh, affecting her in a way at how she uh, interacts with others. She just doesn't, she can't process it. Well, it's like what she said at the beginning, uh, what she doesn't understand, but she can comprehend. Well, she she, like she understands, she doesn't comprehend. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. She understands, she doesn't comprehend. So it's. You know, she she knows what she's doing, or she knows she knows where they're coming from, but she doesn't understand why. You know, she she can't control it. So, right. Well, it's it, in the previous episode, she knew that the uh, baby mama was going into labor before anybody else did, including the baby mama. Well, it's just like when she was last time called a witch, she wasn't worried about it because she was getting saved. Yeah, I right. mean, she yeah. she's definitely got some you know, sixth sense, some extrasensory perception. And the, and the crew, especially, um, I, I think it was Mal that kind of started pointing that out, you know, and Simon being so embedded in his, his scientific background, his, his surgical background is, is kind of rejecting that. It's like, really? I mean, yeah, they messed with their brain, but this is kind of getting into, uh, into some metaphysical type area that that yeah she's a reader right i, I loved uh wash's uh line there when he said uh he said uh, oh what was it oh yeah that sounds something like something out of science fiction and then zoe says you live in a spaceship dear yeah <laughs> so i mean nothing like breaking that fourth wall yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean it's they're starting to realize that River is, is a lot more than what she seems and that the things that the Alliance has done to her is to has either given her these abilities or um, allowed those latent abilities to manifest and maybe enhance them. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Okay. I can no see that. No thoughts on that? No. Okay. No, no. I mean, no. I can, I can, I can see that. Um, I guess, I guess I'll have to watch the movie next week and find out. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the star of this whole episode for me, and then we talked about this a little, a little bit before the show, and you completely disagree with me, Jason. Is early. He's the star of this episode for you. Yes. yes. So some of the some of the characters that they have, some of these uh, ancillary characters that that come in and they they look like they might just be one offs, like Saffron. I think and he then, was going to come back. Yeah. She, then she comes back. I have a feeling early was going oh, to be yeah. a reoccurring character. I, I can see that. I don't like him as a character. He's why he's dumb, but he thinks he's smart. I mean, he's yes. very skilled, but he, he he's not skilled. a philosopher. No, he's, no. he's got this pseudo intellectual air about him where he, you know, says some smart sounding things that really don't apply or, yeah, it's he. Well, I mean, Simon. Simon basically summed it up nice. What? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> He's just going on about an empty room and whether it should be a room if it's empty. Yeah, and so and he's he's like, doing this what? kind of whole. Yeah, is it still their room? If they're not in it, is it their room? Right. What? Yeah, this existential philosophy kind of, yeah. No, it's, his what? character he, seemed kind of forced to me. I knew you were going to say that. You I knew, knew it? you were going to say forced. Yeah, I'm so a reader. You're a reader. I, okay. I don't, oh, you know what I'm thinking. Oh my God. Burn right. him. Does he I, weigh the I same don't. as wood? Yes, oh, yes, he does. For fuck's or no, sorry. Does he float? Does he does he weigh the same as a duck who's made does of wood? Duck? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You guys can't even get the floats. terrible joke right. My God. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so oh oh, speaking Why of Monty Python, have you no, guys seen not, the mashup we, of Game of Thrones <laughs> and Monty Python? <laughs> no. Oh, somebody did a mashup of when uh, when they get to the when they get to uh, the Red City. 
No. King's, King's Landing. Landing. When, <laughs> the yes, Red thank City. You. Holy shit. Uh, when they get to the King's Landing, they, they did a mashup of, um, of the knight up on the castle in the Holy Grail. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tywin. Uh, or Tyron. Tyrion. 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 Do you watch the show? Tyrion. Tyrion. Look, yeah. right now. Anyway, I, it was I, funny. I it's funny as hell. I can't even with either one of you two fuckers, okay? So Tyrion. Tyrion. You need to go Tyrion, look that up. I don't even. I don't care. So we have the we have the Red City and Tyrion. <laughs> shut your face! Look, I got no quabbles with you, so you just shut your mouth. <laughs> oh God! I can't even. But still, I mean, I, both of you. go check that out afterwards. You'll you'll get a kick out of it. <laughs> so this episode also, I mean, River, she's very clever. She so is. It's not that. It's not. That she just has abilities. It's not that she is an assassin, which she is. It's not that she is a reader. She is. She's extremely clever. And she she out clevered the clever guy. Yes. Which, and I think that's part of the the alliance training that she received. Oh, without a doubt. But see, here's the thing. So at the beginning of the episode, when he comes in, when when uh early comes in. You don't know that he's a little off his rocker. Right. All you know is that he is a, a, a bad guy and he's probably an assassin or something of the sort. And when he comes in where Kaylee's at, because he's got everybody else locked in the room, in their rooms, right? They're all locked. They're asleep. Nobody knows. He's knocked out the captain. And then there's Kaylee working on Serenity. And he's like, have you ever been raped? You're like, what? Yeah. No, 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 no. Fuck. You, you got to get it right. First, he calls himself Black Santa. Then he asks Kaylee if he's ever <laughs> yeah. been raped. Maybe That's I'm right. Black Santa. Yeah. Maybe I'm yeah. Black Santa and I'm he here says, to bring Maybe that. I'm Santa. I came yeah. down the chimney. I got in there. Yeah. Black Santa, Santa wonders if Kaylee has ever been raped. I mean, that's like, yeah. what? You can, you can, you can no, insinuate raping, really but you can't say gay. He didn't insinuate it. He, he, he told her he would, he would. He oh, said, yeah. you're just yeah. a body. I don't care what I do with a body. Yeah. So if you make any trouble for me, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to your body. I'm going to do unspeakable things to your body. Yeah. So, so he is, he I mean, is absolutely a, a horrible creep, super bad guy and glad he's is he, or did he say what space. he needed to say? But, or did he say what he needed to say? He didn't, to he to didn't need up? to say that. Like River said mm. later in the episode, he enjoys inflicting pain. Now, whether that's physical pain, psychological pain, I don't think it matters to him. I think so he's just he, a sadist. Yeah, I think he is a psychopath of the first order and just enjoys inflicting pain. Now, he may he may kind of mask that under this um, under this if apathetic it, face that maybe, he puts forward. Then maybe. why didn't he do it to Kaylee? If he enjoyed it, if he truly is a sadist. He was on and the he clock. had the opportunity. Yeah, he was oh, on, the, on clock. the clock. That's what he, he was on. A, he, he said had, he, he was on the time clock. Table. He yeah. didn't say he was on the clock until he couldn't find her after he searched the entire ship. Right. So I Which, think it, he's season, not as clever. Like if you search the whole ship and she's not on the ship, guess where she? Guess where she is? Not on the ship. Yeah. Right. But Anara well, said that she there, is that it's a ship. Anara said that it's a smuggling <laughs> ship, and there was you know places that even she didn't know existed. So, but that was just bullshit. True. Well, see, I kind of, I kind of figured, you know, they, uh, you know, they do the pan down through the spaces and the floors and everything. I halfway uh, expected her to be like squeezed into one of those, and maybe that's why Joss was doing something. that. Yeah, that's what that, I'm saying. Is it, yeah. it? It kind of leads to kind it of a misdirect. Yeah, yeah misdirect the audience yeah. into thinking, oh, she's you know, like be she's in, in the floorboards, yeah. talking to him up through the floor or something. Yeah, I I know what they were going to do for season two though. They were going to have early and Niska uh, team up. Are you, know, you just you two, guessing, or do you know that? No, for no, no, no. Well, I mean, you had two, you know, two sadists, you know wanting to get together or, or wanting to do things. Maybe they team up, make a, a brotherhood of uh, bad guys. Brotherhood of bad guys, Bob? Club uh, Bob? Uh, Bob G. Bad guys. Oh, Two words. I was going to hyphenate bad guys so nope. it's not Bob nope. G and kind of sounds nope. stupid. But if you want to. Bob G. Okay, Bob, Bob G. G. Bob 
PUBG. Okay, so Rob ruined God that. Damn, Rob. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. How come you guys never think any of my ideas are good? Well, Rob, because um, they're not. Because when you're not on the ship, where are you? In between the ship, or you are the ship. Hello, but she even neither. said it. Well, no, what God. we're saying is if we don't think any of your ideas are good, then... That means... Did Ralph too- Wiggum grow up and become a <laughs> podcaster? <laughs> just, I'm just kind of wondering. Take me, take me to the place I Oh, moving on. Any final thoughts before we get to awards? Away from me. Does it taste like burning? (laughs) It tastes like burning. (laughs) So, Simon gets shot in this episode, which kind of fills um, uh, Early's fantasy of surgeons getting shot before they become surgeons. uh, So they understand the pain, which I don't. I don't understand how you would have to be shot before you could become a surgeon because, I mean, I can imagine a lot of pain that I've never actually been in. That's part of the graduation ceremony. Right, right. Oh, my God. So it looked like like when he was about to shoot him that he was aiming for Simon's dick. And the way Simon held himself after he got shot— I was pretty sure Simon got shot in the dick, and the thing that flashed well, into my my head was Cartman saying to Butters, "You don't shoot a man in the balls, Butters. You never shoot a guy in the dick." <laughs> you know, uh, if this had been the ball episode, I would have been right there with you. <laughs> That's right; it would have fit in the balls episode. It would have, yeah, it would have fit in the balls episode. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought. I thought early was going to a different direction when he was talking about, you know, you, you haven't felt the pain. I never understood why surgeons don't get the same. I, at first, before he said, I don't understand why the surgeons don't get the, you know, have to go through it. I thought he was going to refer to, you know, some kind of manly uh, rite of passage being stabbed or whatever, because we've, we've said all along that the doctor's kind of a, a wuss until river is in danger. And then that's when he kind of mans up. Right. And he and did he, that here, he did, too. He did that here. After he got shot, he jumps on his back. Now, see, because here's the thing. River knows that this is all a setup. She knows that she's talked to the captain. She's talked to Kaylee. She's like, this is what's going to happen. You know, he's faster. He's stronger than all of you. This is how we're going to beat him. And so she sets this whole plan up. But she can't obviously tell her brother, who is stuck with the psycho. Right. And so she's trying to tell her brother to just stop. And you would think that she would use some kind of code that he would be able to pick up on. Cause you know, they're both super fucking geniuses. Right. But instead he goes and gets himself fucking shot and then beat to shit. But I mean, at least he manned up for his sister. Again. I, I mean, I- and, and this wasn't unexpected. He didn't want to, uh, he didn't no, want to I- help. Uh, early look for his sister until early threatened Kaylee. He didn't care about himself. If he had, if he had gotten shot or killed, then that's not going to help early find river. Well, well, and he still wanted to make out with Kaylee, which is what he was getting ready to do. And before uh, Shep rudely interrupted them in the corridor. Yes. Rudely interrupted by just walking down the hall. Yeah. Right. And then they were both like, Oh, well now we're alone again. We should just probably go to our own quarters. Yeah, I don't understand some of the well, personal yeah. interaction between these people, but Mm-mm. I mean, they were no. already well, like just if, about to kiss. You figure, you know, you let Chef pass and bed, you, continue, you continue on. I know, but. Ralph. <laughs> if it's bedtime, you go to bed, Ralph. Mm-hmm. If I'm letting a woman put her foot on my face, mm, which is what she did at the beginning of the episode, there's other things that I should better be doing. <laughs> uh. I that's, hope that foot that's was clean. True. I mean, she walked right back into the engine room afterwards, you know. Well, he likes it when she's dirty, especially when she's oh, dirty. Oh, yes. that's right. Especially that's right. when she's dirty. Because she's pretty, pretty. She's pretty, pretty. Pretty, pretty. All right. Who's got awards? <sighs> Ralph. Yeah. What do you got, Ralph? <laughs> I, I don't. Uh... <laughs> who's, got your, who's got your black lung? <laughs> I don't answer to Ralph. Um. 
So, yeah, I couldn't he come up with any. He says as he answers to Ralph. <laughs> Shut your face. Well, if I don't he answer. Choo -choo chooses you. <laughs> if I don't answer, if I don't move this along, we're never going to get done. Or I'll just get cut out of the episode. I'm, You're so. special. Who's, who's got your black you lung? I hate you guys. <laughs> um, so the only black lung I could come up with was uh, Nandy getting a laser to the chest. Okay. She was literally smoking afterwards. That's, yeah, she gets she mine was. as well. So that I gets yours as well, James? I can't hear you guys. Yeah, who gets yours, Jason? Uh, I'll go with her. That was a that was a good choice. She gets uh I mean, there's literally smoke coming from her abdomen. True. Yeah. That's true. Of course, you could have also, I mean, as a runner-up, given it to the house because there was literally smoke coming off of the house after he lasered <laughs> mm -hmm. the house in half, too. So Yeah, that's it, true. Well, that tin foil saved it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a load-bearing tin foil. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the heavy duty Reynolds wrap. It was the cheap stuff. <laughs> it was the cheap stuff. Yeah. All right. Who's got your head lush, James? Uh, head lush. I don't remember anybody drinking in this oh, episode. Oh, that's too bad. Was somebody drinking? I, yeah, oh I yeah. Got... So mine is going to go to Mal and Nandy for sipping oh, on rice right. wine. Yep. That's right. They were. Yeah. They were. Yep. That's who's got mine. What about you, James? You getting? You going with that or are you giving yeah. it to Richard Dawson? No, you know what? I forgot about that because that's the only reason he ended up sleeping with her is his guard was down. He was a little drunk. Oh, he said that it's going to take a, more than a little rice wine to to get him drunk. Nah, I know what he said. That's the only reason he did. I think the only reason he did was because it had been so long. Well, maybe he well, I mean, well, it, that, was, by, look, that was like an oasis to, wanted, a, to a <laughs> dried up man in the desert. Come on. Only, he the last time off. he got some action was with Saffron, and that was just a little kiss on the face. Yeah, and then he paid for that. But uh, he wanted off that rock, and he wanted to take all of them with him. He's like, let's go. I think he was scared he was going to die. And so he got a little drunk, a little tipsy, and did something that he obviously regretted the next day when he ran into Anara when he walked out. So Right. All right. who's uh, Who's got your player? Rob. Oh, uh, mine goes... Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, mine goes to Nandy because she said, I've been waiting for you to kiss me since I showed you my guns. Yep. So she'd been she'd been playing him from the get-go. Yep. James? Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Three for three. Dang. Doing good. <laughs> All right. Purple Hippo. James, go. Oh, my purple hippo goes to early. Because he's just batshit insane or what? Because he's so fucking insane. Like he's, yeah, yeah. He's, it, it was, it was a toss up between uh, early and, and uh, river slash serenity. But I went with early. Rob? Um, I said river, um, specifically uh, when she decided, when she was seeing things and she picked up the stick gun. Um. So it kind of brought me back to my childhood when I'd pick up sticks that looked like gun and go pew pew. The only difference is, is hers actually went pew pew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rivers <laughs> getting mine for the same reason because of the the uh, basically the the psychic flashes that she was having, reading people's minds, and then the fantasy kind of grove that she created in the cargo hold, and then she picked up the stick that looks like a gun. I didn't do a lot of sticks that looked like a gun when I was a kid because you never went camping. No, not because you didn't have an imagination. No, you're, you're, you're both a loser. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's you it. Didn't have friends that played with with you. Yes, you're both right. How did y'all know? Mommy didn't hold you at night. Any other what guesses? Does that have to do. <laughs> Fuck, Ralph. What the? F I don't understand what that last one has to do with anything. I don't know. No, sheltered. because she was, the sticks he was were always crooked. You never could get, I never could really find a straight one, and it, it annoyed me. So, but, anyways, thanks for ruining that tender moment of memory mm. with your, you're welcome, with your conjecture and your, your awful, awful, awful things. Thank Ralph, you, not me. Everything I said was hilarious. Ralph's last one was, I don't even know where that came from. It came from a place of sadness and, Self-loathing, I think, but I'm not sure. Do you know? Well, do you know what hilarious means? Oh, are you talking to me or are you talking to Ralph? 
Oh, God. Okay, so next week, we're going to discuss Serenity, the movie, the thing that wraps the TV series up because they cut it off short. Any final thoughts before we head out this week? I don't know why I I opened myself up to this kind of abuse, but go for it. I am looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I I really like the movie Serenity, so... Is the only one. reason why I'm here is because you told me we couldn't do Serenity until we did Firefly. But that only makes sense. Is that the only reason you were here? Yeah, because after this abuse, I don't know if I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> well, this this episode has been a rousing success, Jason. Love you, Rob. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I've got so many quabbles with you right now. Oh, oh my God. It's and that's going to be up for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Campo. Our pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com. Be sure to check out all the other excellent podcasts at eargluemedia.com. And this goes without saying, but the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed on this show are ours, although they are hilarious, according to James, and might not be shared by Earglue Media or anyone else for that matter. I've been Jason. Can I start getting sexed already? Oh, God. When the doctor said Ralph didn't have worms anymore, that was the happiest day of Ralph's life. Just <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>